0: My name is Cameron Backus, and I'm here with three of my closest friends slash teammates slash synergizers, whatever
1: you want to call us. Um, but I'm here with John, Abby House. And I'm Abby Prudent. Uh, If you guys notice, we call this podcast Bridge the Gap, and there's so many different reasons that you can use that title. In one context, bridging the gap might mean connecting you to another person. In another context, it might be connecting you to resources or tools that might be helpful. In another, it could be about how you are one lonesome person going through this world, and you need help you need a savior and the gap is our sin and it's being bridged by the redemption of christ and so bridging the gap just has so much depth that we wanted to kind of dive into a couple of different areas This past week
0: we walked around campus, we got to talk to a lot of students and we just recognized the need for community and how that is a want and a desire and honestly just like a craving from so many people around us. And I did a little bit of research um, myself and saw that like 13 to like 66% of young adults are struggling from like anxiety and depression um due to social media and i feel like that and like community i feel like all of that kind of ties together about people feeling like lonely and feeling like they don't have anybody or anything in social media being a contributor to that so i just kind of wanted to ask you guys like what are your thoughts about that like Do you feel like social media has affected your community at all? Do you think that social media has, like, helped your relationship with Jesus? I just, yeah, kind of want to open it up for conversation just about that.
2: So from my personal experience, um, the Instagram or, like, social media as a whole hasn't really affected, like, my community personally. But I think that's because, like, the accounts I follow are, like, tailored towards my community. But, like, on the other hand, like, I've seen some friends, they'll have such, like, a personal community on, like, social media instead of in real life, and then they get distant from their community in real life, and it affects them in that way, and then they'll have, like, more anxiety, depression Mm -hmm. in that way.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of jumping off of that, like, I use social media for more, like, I guess personal things, just to kind of, like, stay connected with my friends that are not in the same state that I am, and I don't really... Social media has not really affected, like, my spiritual life, I would say, because, like, my spiritual life is something that is a lot more private and a lot more personal to me. And I feel like with social media, it's very public most of the time. But I do have some friends that, like, post devotionals on, like, their own accounts. So, like, I know it helps their spiritual walk. But for me personally, I like kind of disconnecting from that to grow spiritually Um, I have seen like a a trend especially in like younger generations where social media is almost like their lifeline and like with that statistic that you brought up how a lot of young people today have a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression like honestly I feel like that's because they might feel like they can't connect in the real world so like their only outlet is social media
0: so
1: yeah it definitely brings in interesting perspectives and I would definitely agree with some of that Um, I think for me, it's kind of like, I actually don't really like social media that much, but I feel like it's a necessity in our day um, because you go to work, your your job's on social media, you go to church, your church is on social media, everyone's connected, and it's very helpful, you know? Mm -hmm. If you're not able to, like, go to church, you're able to sit down and, like, watch the service. If you're um, trying to connect with some people in your organization who are in a different state or a different country, Mm -hmm. you're still able to like connect with everyone. And so I feel like it's a necessity. And because of that, I utilize it um, quite frequently. I don't think I use it too much. Um, But I think the impact is all about your intentionality with it. Because like, I think I'm able to like, dive in and like use it for good things but also now I get distracted, you know? Yeah. So I can get on and I could start looking for, oh, what about this organization? I'm sure they have like a cool job or something. (laughs) Or um there's a lot of different things where you can actually like learn on social media. Yeah. Um especially like on Instagram. You see all these posts of like, okay, these are the ways you can be paying for this instance or something that's happened it's like that's really good to have and it's like you're able to see how people are able to um in the word but then mm-hmm. also encourage each other because you're sharing and I want to be very outspoken about my faith, you know? And so um, that, and I put it on the platform, it's a good tool, you know? Um, But I also see the harms of it. Mm -hmm. And with the results you were talking about, like, just the other day, I was at this event, and I saw this girl scrolling through social media, and she was looking at all of the other girls, and then she was going to make a post, and she decided not to because she kept going back and forth. And that was really heartbreaking to, like, see that, Mm -hmm. to see how the bad part of social media and what that does to someone, you know? Yeah,
0: no, I totally agree. I feel like social media, while there are so many benefits and how it really has, it really has brought a lot of good and it's brought a lot of connection and it is a great way to like connect with people. But there are so many negative impacts that it has had, especially when it comes just to like relationships with people, when it comes to like, my mom always says that it's like having a third person in the room, like having your phone <laughs> is like having another uh, third person in the room. Yeah. Um, And I feel like so many times like we get caught up scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling on instagram or whatever it is that you use and we miss out on just like these face-to-face relationships and like actually having conversations with people and getting to know people um and getting to know their heart without a screen in front of them um so yeah no totally
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think um that's definitely what our intention was to try to figure out what the dynamic is between social media and some other areas of our life. And so we just decided to like really hone into the idea of specifically Instagram, because I think Instagram is a very well-known platform. It's been pretty big since at least when I was in middle <laughs> school. Um, I know I got on it and like end of middle school, beginning of high school. Um, and you know, Instagram, it just has so many different possibilities. It's, so much good but also so much bad on one platform. And so we wanted to like find a way to see, do people feel more connected on Instagram than they do in their communities in person because of the variety of different ways you're able to connect with people but also is there more tension connecting with people online versus people in person but then specifically since we all are um, people of faith we all are christians we wanted to dive into specifically your religious community because those are people you who are there to bear your burdens um just like in galatians says you're there in your family of believers so that against the community online you can have great community um in both you can have bad community in both so we really wanted to just hone in on that so john do you want to talk about the way we were able to like find some results in this
2: all right so for like how we got our data and our like our methodology of the whole thing uh, we sent surveys out online and uh we also walked around campus for a little bit of them and we got 148 results in total with a majority of them almost all being christian only one said prefer not to say And uh, we found some pretty uh, interesting things throughout the whole data.
3: It's very interesting to see, like with our research question about whether or not people feel more sense of community in like an in-person setting, like an in-person religious setting, or an online presence. I honestly was expecting the results to be very different than what it was, specifically with how Instagram has had an impact on people's spiritual growth. It was almost like split 50-50. And the majority said that it hasn't had an impact on their spiritual growth, but like almost 50% said that it has. So I thought that was a very interesting concept to discuss. Like whenever I talked to somebody in person about it, like specifically I talked to, my mom was one of them. She was saying that she only uses Instagram to like look at people that she knows or like follows people that she knows. But I think it's very fascinating that people use it for, you know, like spiritual growth too.
1: Yeah, so what do you guys think? Like, what do you see? What do you personally feel about, like, is it able to impact your own spiritual growth? I mean,
3: I think it's a social media platform that has become extremely popular over the past few years. And I think a lot of churches are recognizing that, and they're trying mm-hmm. to connect to a lot of younger generations by getting on Instagram or, like, just forming social media in general. And, like, my cousins, like, they have this youth, gr- this youth group in Oklahoma. They call it, like, Lit Youth. And that's how they connect <laughs> <Oklahoma>. to their— <laughs> Yeah, and, like, that's how they make their um, church known is through Instagram. And, like, my cousins are, like, the youth pastors, and, like, they try to— Create content that draws younger generations in yeah it's like it is helpful for a lot of people i would say
0: i would say for me specifically i would say it has affected my spiritual growth in a lot of different ways i feel like i've become more familiar with different churches and different pastors and just like having access to a bunch of different resources to further my spiritual growth um which has been awesome, honestly, um, especially with, like, the utilization of Reels. I feel like Reels are, like, the shortest, like, you know, they're fun to watch and, like, scroll through, but, like, sometimes uh, there'll just be, like, a little encouraging message that I just needed to hear or um, I'll send it to somebody that, like, we had just talked about something that showed up in the Reel, yeah. like, a couple days earlier, and then I'll send it to them, and they're like, whoa, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. So I think just, like, in an encouraging aspect... I think, yes, like, it can serve as an encouragement and can help with spiritual growth. When it comes to community, on the other hand, um, which was another part of our research gap or whatever you want to call it when we talk to people, um, I would say, like, community-wise, no. I think connecting with people um, from, like, high school or different college friends or like adults or whatever. Um, I think it is helpful, but really finding a sense of belonging um, and feeling seen and known and loved is something that we all crave and like desire um, to feel, which ultimately can only come through Jesus and come through relationships with fellow believers Um, and I think if you're searching for that through Instagram and like trying to find that satisfaction through a like I don't think you're ever going to find it and so I think for a sense of community and like a sense of belonging absolutely not
2: no yeah I, I agree I think uh that the community like on Instagram it it can't really replace your community in real life like you can have some sense of community online but it will never replace what you have like in real life the actual community like in a church or a youth group for example
1: personally I think it's similar to what you were saying as well Um, just like the reels and things are just great ways to just be able to, like, have, like, even more time was just, like, oh, I'm just scrolling through. And, yes, I'm realizing I'm getting distracted, but it's like, oh, here's a... 20 30 second excerpt from a sermon and they're talking about this thing that i've been like praying to god about you know yeah. or it's just something i just hadn't thought about before and it's like it's able to give me a chance to think about something that's productive and something that's going to help me grow because now it's like oh this is something that i need to take to god this yeah. is something that i can't just sit in and just ignore but it's like I was just looking at memes, and now I'm listening to um, someone talk about the reality of our faith it's and so the risk of it, you know? So I think there's so much that like, there's so much possibility, but there's also, I've seen church leaders get distracted by it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Just like we get distracted looking at memes going through our group chats and stuff, <laughs> um, I think you can get distracted by... Um, Focusing on, like, boosting our posts and trying to reach the amount of people. But it's not about our numbers. It's about discipleship. and We yeah. have to be pouring into those people. So, like, with that, since we all are still on Instagram, and it's not like we're going to walk out of this recording studio and just say, all right, chop it off, we're yeah. done, <laughs> you know? Um, this is, like, a challenge. Like, what do you guys think? Like, how can you use Instagram as a tool to... Use it to be beneficial to our religious communities and be encouraging. What is something you would say is, like, as I move forward from today, I think I can use Instagram in this way to, you know, share about the love of Christ, to share about God's grace, to foster that religious community um, on Instagram, even though it's not traditional, it's not a substitute, like, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, um, I actually saw a quote the other day. I am going to butcher it because <laughs> I don't really remember exactly how it went, but it was really talking about, like, when the Lord is working like, working on you and working on something, like, with you in your life um, to, like, share it. Obviously, like, when you're going through things, obviously, you take that to the Lord in private. But, like, when you come out of that, like, share it, you know? Like, that's how a testimony is born, and that's how the good news is shared. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think just, like, sharing, you know, where you've been and how the Lord has worked and how— I don't know, like, how you came out of it. Um, Also, I just wanted to add, like, a little discipline that Mm -hmm. me and some of my friends have recently um, started doing is, like, first thing in the morning, a lot of times people will, like, your alarm's on your phone. Everything's on your phone. (laughs) It's right next to your bed, usually. Um, but first thing in the morning, a lot of times people like scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll while you're literally still in bed and haven't (laughs) even gotten dressed and whatever, just wasting time. Like Abby said earlier, and what we've done is just replacing that time of scrolling with being in the word and like being hungry for the word, honestly, like waking up excited and ready to engage with the Lord and engage in his word, um, and learn more about him. And honestly, just like fall more in love with him every single day, more than, Falling in love with whatever on, is on your Instagram or <laughs> <laughs> on your phone, um, but yeah, that's one discipline that I've started to incorporate into my daily life that has honestly like transformed everything. Like it's made night and day difference just in my perspective throughout the day, like bringing it back to Christ, bring it, bringing it back to the cross.
3: <gasps> See, kind of going off of what you said, I think like having that accountability with your friends is like really important too. And, you know, something that's really simple that I try to do is just start out my morning with prayer. Mm -hmm. And I haven't, you know, obviously I haven't been been able to do that every day because sometimes, you know, you're busy and you make up all the excuses that you want and you just forget about it. But... If you do start out your morning in prayer instead of like grabbing for your phone or like scrolling through Instagram or whatever social media that you look at the most, like I think that just kind of gives you a fresh start to the day in that you've already had your communication with God and obviously you, you don't stop there, like you pray yeah. throughout the day. But if you start it out in such like a simple way, cause like God wants to hear from you. He loves listening and he loves, you know, talking to you. And I think the best way that you can really connect your relationship with the lord really is start out with prayer
1: well i want to commend you guys for like recognizing um that there's a limit that you need to put on yourself you know that's so important because like you said cameron you're able to set that accountability because you're being open with fellow believers and you're utilizing the family of believers like the body of christ so that you can be pushed onward and continue running the race towards christ um which is so, so good. Um, I was thinking about, um, in the big, book of Leviticus, it's just, most of us, we think about Leviticus and we're like, oh, it's so hard to read, you know? Um, I've been taking a hot second to get through it. but I've just been realizing so many different things, with been different phases. But, like, there was this one point where I was reading and I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, you have to realize the intentionality that the people of God had to have, for their relationship with him because now we're able to um just you know have community with each other and be intentional in that we go to church we serve the lord we love each other and we have to be able remember to study the word but they were given an entire like 28 chapters worth of laws and rules of these are things you need to do these are things you need to avoid because those were commands from the lord and it's like if you don't follow these, a lot of them was like, if you don't follow them, you're going to get sick and die. Or you're going to get sick, you're going to get everyone else sick, and you're going to die. But it's like, God gave them so many specific commands, and it was like, these are things to protect you physically, but it's also bringing you closer to me. And they have all these things, and they were able to keep going and push forward towards it, because they wanted to strive for God. But then we're given so few tasks in comparison, but yeah, we struggle, you know? Which is so, like convicting because it's like oh i forgot to read my bible that's okay i'll read tomorrow Mm -hmm. oh i i just forgot to read my bible again you know i didn't forget to check my instagram story yeah yeah Yeah. i didn't forget to conviction (laughs) yeah Yeah. 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 it's like why are we so passionate about what other people are saying what other people are doing rather Mm -hmm. than what god is saying what he's gonna do
0: Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs)
1: Creech, <laughs> 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 you were talking about like the testimony thing, and that's so real. I had a mentor say to me a couple of years ago, she was like, It's selfish not to share your testimony mm-hmm. because it's not your story, it's God's and God is his big story and he's just using us for little parts of it mm-hmm. which is such like a blessing that we can be a part of it it's like such an honor it's, like we are not worthy yeah. to be tools for his story mm-hmm. but he's letting us be you yeah. know which is like oh my goodness thank you lord that I <laughs> yeah. can be used for your glory um, but when he gives us those testimonies like you said we have to share them like we go through things with him, he walks us through the storm. But when we come out of the storms, we say, hey, John, hey, Cameron, hey, Avery. guess what God just did? Yeah. Because then he's able to use those things to help other people, to encourage other people, you yeah. know? And it's so real. Because, like, in our research, we had, what, 148 responses total and 126 people. That's almost everyone (laughs) said that they use it for personal reasons Mm -hmm. and we put personal work school research and other and to think about the fact of like yeah you can use instagram for so many different things like i have run accounts for different clubs for different organizations and stuff but i also have my own account you know Mm -hmm. some people even have spam account Finsa account (laughs) multiple (laughs) spam and (laughs) And it's like what are you doing man (laughs) but it's like how are we going to use instagram to show the fruit of Christ in our everyday lives. I love just like hopping on and like seeing people posting. It's like I love that you're posting about Christ every single day. And you can encourage them in that. So like mm-hmm. keep walking in that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. And I think those are tools and just like very like multiple ways that we can use it for his glory Mm
3: -hmm. and we just have to be
1: intentional in that you know Yeah.
3: yeah and kind of going off of what you were saying like everybody has a different way of coping with whatever stress or whatever trial they're going through in life some people decide to post more about it and like share how specifically they've grown through that situation and others like to keep it a little bit more private my family went through a really really tough time A few years ago and I did not want to have anything to do with social media I didn't want to like get on it I didn't want to post about it but at the same time like other people that were going through similar situations did post about a little bit more and seeing like how they felt during that time it was insightful but I don't think I would be where I'm at today if I didn't have like my in-person community so like that's where I stay connected the most
1: Man, that was so good, Abby. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, like, of course. It gives you so much to think about with what we have. Like, how do we expand on this? Like,
2: what comes next from this? Yeah, so I think I think next, um, from our data, we can see that, like, almost all, besides one, of the people that submitted a survey were Christian. So next, I think we could kind of reach out to different people or yeah. people that are in different walks of life. and uh see their opinions and see their answers on this yeah
0: Yeah, no totally i think going off of what you said we're we're on a christian campus we're at liberty (laughs) university um right now so shout out go flames come (laughs) on um but yeah so all of the people that we interviewed were all Christians, and I think moving forward, we could definitely talk to some other people. Maybe reach out, maybe utilize our social media platforms yeah. to like <laughs> upload some surveys. Um, but honestly, even have more personal conversations with people and really understand their why behind some of their answers. Yeah,
3: I totally agree with both of y'all, and you know, more specifically looking forward. Christ commanded us as Christians to reach more people, and that includes people outside of our faith. So I think it would be important for future research if we go outside of our comfort zone Mm -hmm. and discuss this topic with people who might not consider themselves to have like a spiritual life or like talk to somebody of a different religion and just get their perspectives on like how they're life experiences have brought them up to this point or like their experiences with social media and see if it's anything similar to like how we want to use it.
0: I think we've covered a lot of really important really good solid points today just together and I just want to thank you guys so much for being here and um, for our listeners thank you so much for listening to this podcast we'd love to come back maybe next week maybe the following week maybe never again um, <laughs> but to wrap it up Just continue to bridge the gap, continue to connect with people and continue to just love others and make each other feel seen, known, and loved because we know that deep down, that's what we all desire. That's what we all want. And ultimately, that's what the Father commands of us. So um, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and bridge the gap if you dare.